Respected brothers, respected elders, mothers and sisters listening at home. Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam was born in Iraq in the city of Babul which is also known as Babylon. According to the sources, Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam was born in Iraq in the city of Babel, not the hometown of Saddam Hussein, of course. <clears throat> when Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam was born, Muslim historians have mentioned that the state religion at that time was idol-worshipping. They were drenched in shirk. Their minds were polluted in worshipping idols. It is said that the king of Babylon at that time had built a massive temple right in the middle of the city. And in the city where the temple was, was this big idol. And all the people were forced to worship that idol. It became a custom, it became a system for the people of Babul at that time to worship that particular idol. And subhanAllah, Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, being a prophet, right from the young age, he, when he would see someone bowing down to stones, he would take time out and talk to them and explain to them. And everything is mentioned in the Quran. One particular event is mentioned in Surah Al-Anbiya when Ibrahim alayhi wasalam, got so angry due to the fact that his own father was a keeper of the temple at that time and he would carve out idols from stones and he would sell them to people. In Surah Maryam Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam's dialogue with his father is mentioned and in Surah Al-Anbiya his general dawah to the public is recorded. He took an oath, he said, وَتَاللَّهِ لَأَكِيدَنَّ أَصْنَامَكُمْ بَعْدَ أَن تُوَلُّوا مُدْبِرِينَ He says, Wallahi, in the name of Allah, I will plot a plan against this idol the minute they all leave and vacate the city. 
once in a year there was this festival where all the people would come out from the city with the king and carry out their rituals Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was also invited at that moment he said no inni saqeemun I am not feeling well saqeem arabi zaban mein bimari ko kehte I am ill now this is not lying in any way Spiritu- spirituality is discussed on this one word saqeem the mufassirin and the muarrikhin say what he meant was that I am sick to see all of you worshipping the idols when you should be worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that has made me sick so he stayed back in the city of Babul and all of them went Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says فَجَعَلَهُمْ جُزَاغًا إِلَّا كَبِيرًا لَهُمْ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْزِعُونَ Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam made all the idols juzaz juzaz means to smash the idols into pieces to smash them into pieces this is in the Quran illa kabira except for this one very big idol that was there subhanallah that is why when we take the account of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and his life a great lesson we can learn uh, the debates what he had to go through in life how he would talk to people look at his strategy here he left that big idol intact and according to some of the sources it is said that he had an axe he put the axe on, uh, hung it on the, on the neck of that big idol smashed everything into pieces went back home and when they returned back it was their custom the first thing they would do is to go into the temple like how it is the sunnah of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that when Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would make an intention for journey Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam would greet everyone in the house then he would go to the masjid after that he would embark on his journey and when he would return Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam a few miles away from Madinatul Munawwara would pitch the camp there all the caravans and the ladies were informed that the companions are here Huzur alayhi salatu wa salam will come the very next day Ab sallallahu alayhi wa sallam before visiting the family members he would go into the masjid make ziyarat of the people in the masjid and read two rakat nafal so that is also the sunnah <coughs> of Nabi Kareem sallallahu alayhi wa sallam very few people practice this one very few in my life I have well, we're, not, we're not there to judge anyone but the only one who I saw was uh, my Sheikh Hazrat Mawana Ghulam Habib Naqshbandi rahmatullah alayhi from Pakistan a buzurg of Chakwal this was his habit every time and all the time anybody who went to get him from Heathrow airport the first thing he would say is make sure you stop at the masjid first and he would perform his two, two, two uh, rakat, rakatain and then go home and even when he would leave the country the first thing he would do is go from the masjid this was a sunnah practiced by some of the sulaha and ulama anyway when they came, came back what did they see? 
all the idols smashed into pieces and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala records uh, their words what they said that man fa'ala hadha bihalihatina innahu lamina zalimin the one who has done this with our gods he is a zalim, a wrongdoer, a transgressor now they want to interrogate people who can do it? so we have those gossipers in every community uh, and the gossip was that and the rumors were circulating well Ibrahim. there was this young man the Quran uses the word Fatan to describe Ibrahim alayhi salam that this was done when Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam was young very young we have heard this young man speak against our idols and it is possible that it is Ibrahim who has done this يُقَالُ لَهُ إِبْرَاهِيمُ and the leader and the king said bring Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam and Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam comes they question him, interrogate him أَأَنْتَ فَعَلْتَ هَذَا بِآلِهَتِنَا أَأَنْتَ فَعَلْتَ هَذَا بِآلِهَتِنَا have you done this with our idols? have you broken our idols, our gods? again look at the answer of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam Ibrahim alayhi salam points at the big idol that is there and he says بَلْ فَعَلَهُ كَبِيرُهُ بَعْلَهُ he has done it he did not like people worshipping the little idols that were around him so he has smashed all the idols he must have done it بَلْ فَعَلَهُ كَبِيرُهُ بَعْلَهُ Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam is subhanallah cleaning and purifying the understanding فَاسْأَلُوهُمْ إِنْ كَانُوا يَنْتِقُونَ Ibrahim alayhi salam is saying to them question the idol, this big idol that is in front of you speak to him see if he can answer you what is that idol to speak? Allahu Akbar and then the story continues MashaAllah SubhanAllah the difficulty that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam has to go through he was thrown into the fire and the hukam of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Ya naru kuni bardam wa salaman ala Ibrahim so this is, was the first encounter of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam to promote the message of Tawheed in his community to the people of Babul but when they rejected Tawheed even the father rejected him the father said to him it is better for you to leave the city of Babul and go out somewhere else that is the time Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam decided to migrate from Iraq to another destination some of the Muslim historians have said that at that time the only Muslims with Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam were two people and both of them were his family members one was his nephew Hazrat Lut alayhi salam and one was the cousin sister of Ibrahim alayhi salam Hazrat Sarah Hazrat Sarah at that time she was not married to Ibrahim alayhi salam Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam took with him uh, Hazrat Lut alayhi salam and also Hazrat Sarah joined in and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala 
guided Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam towards Misr. Now many events had taken place in that journey of Ibrahim alayhi salam to Misr. Uh, one thing for sure is that Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam in that journey he got married to Hazrat Isara alayhi salam in that journey. Some of the Muslim historians have said when he reached the maqam of Harran, a city, that is where the area, the nikah took place of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam with Hazrat Isara alayhi salam. So she was married with Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam when she reached Egypt, Misr. The famous story also mentioned in the books of Hadith is with regards to this tyrant king of Egypt. Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam was well aware of how people were in Egypt at that time and the attitude of the king. The king was accustomed to doing zina and forcefully having illicit relationship with women. So anybody who would cross the border of Egypt, he had men there monitoring the borders and if any woman was to cross the border and she was young then she would be captured and presented to the king and aliyazu billah that king would do zina with that lady and Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam told Hazrat Isara alayhi salam that we are now going into Egypt so we have to be very careful according to some sources it is said that if the lady was accompanied with the brother then the king would spare the woman only if she was accompanied with the brother so Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam had said to Hazrat Isara that when we cross the border of Egypt and enter into Egypt if someone asks you how you are related to me then you have to say that you, I am your brother and again Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam was 100% correct in his decision he was related to Hazrat Sarah alayhi salam Sarah was the cousin Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam cousin brother so there was nothing wrong when Hazrat Sarah and Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam crossed the border straight away the men came and got hold of Ibrahim alayhi salam and Hazrat Sarah and said to both of them that what is your relationship with this lady? Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam said that she is my sister. And later on they took Hazrat Sarah alayhi salam to the palace where the king was. And Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam was not allowed to accompany Hazrat Sarah alayhi salam. So he stood out and he was engaged in salat, saying salah. Now again if we take time out just to think the difficulties and the tests and the trials that Anbiya alayhi salatu was salam to go through. Imagine here Hazrat Isara alayhi salam, the wife of Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam captured by a king. Look at the test that Ibrahim alayhi salatu was salam has to go through. And there he is outside performing salah praying for the safety of the wife. And when this king sees Hazrat Sara alayhi salam, Allahu Akbar, the shaitan overpowers him. That is why the shaitan says, if in one room, Rabia Basriya, a woman, 
the most pious lady is in one room and in that room the most pious wali Junaid al-Baghdadi both of them are there the shaitan says I am so confident that within a short span of time I can whisper in their hearts and they can indulge in zina this is how confident the shaitan is that is why Absalullah has said for the woman that wherever she travels mahram is important it is fard for her to travel she cannot travel anywhere at the distance of 48 miles without a mahram that is so important that is the hukam of sharia imagine even if the lady is a wealthy lady she has a lot of money even then hajj is not fard on her if she has no mahram she has all the means financially to perform hajj but hajj is not fard because she hasn't got a mahram only when she has a mahram, hajj will become farzana. That is how important uh, mahram is. And today, Allahu Akbar, a lot of people go for umrah uh, and they don't ask the ulama what is the meaning of mahram, who is the real mahram that should be accompanied with the lady for her to perform umrah and hajj. When he saw the face of Hazrat Isara alayhi salam, the shaitan overpowered him and it is said that he wanted to get close to Hazrat Isara alayhi salam as he reached out for her, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punished that king. It is said that like the punishment that was given to Karun, uh, he was dragged into the ground, it is said that he felt that his legs were sinking into the ground and at that moment he was crying out, he, to Hazrat Isara that please help me uh, pray to your God to save me and I won't do anything to you Hazrat Isara alayhi salam was amazed and she lifted up her hands and prayed to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to save him and after the dua again when the, when the legs were unlocked Al-Iyazu Billah the shaitan again overpowers him and for the second time he goes close to Hazrat Sara. And again for the second time, the legs are pushed into the ground. Now again he starts to cry out. Hazrat Sara alayhi salam makes dua and he is free. It is said that when he saw the face of Hazrat Sara alayhi salam, uh, he thought that she was from the family of jinns. In the time of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam in Iraq, all the people feared the jinns and if anybody had a jinn under him he was well respected people feared the jinns so he thought that Hazrat Ali Azubillah Hazrat Sara alayhi salam was also a jinni and she has the power to do all this obviously he did not know that she is the wife of the great messenger of Allah Ibrahim alayhi salatu wassalam so he stopped there and for his own security and safety that possibly later on she might come back to avenge what he has done to Hazrat Sara alayhi salam he gave Hazrat Sara alayhi salam a gift subhanallah which is priceless it is said that a lady whose name is Hazrat Hajar alayhi salam she was the most honorable the most respected lady in Egypt at that time she was a princess 
not a slave lady. What was she? A princess. Ye to ahle Yahud ne jaha ek banaya hai ke just to put the Muslims down because Hazrat Hajar is the mother of Ismail alayhi salam and they say well she was a slave lady she was not a slave lady at all she was a princess coming from a very uh, high lineage in fact the Mu'arrikheen have said that she was a pure Arab lady her forefathers were Arabs that, were, that had settled in that part of Egypt and she was a princess and in order to save himself, the king said, I am giving you something which is priceless, which is Hazrat Hajar. And he said to Hazrat Hajar that I want you to make khidmat of this lady, Hazrat Sarah. And eventually Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu was also called there. And the king said to Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salatu was that I am giving you this lady, Hazrat Hajar, as a maid, as a khadima for Hazrat Sara alayhi salam and the king said to Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam it would be better for you also to make nikah with Hazrat Hajar alayhi salam because also her forefathers are from uh, the, the Arab lineage and they knew Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam comes from Al-Quds in that part of the region Babul and that is how Hazrat Hajar alayhi salatu wasalam meets Hazrat Ibrahim alayhi salam and she comes into the family of Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam. She does khidmat of Hazrat Sara alayhi salam so much so that Hazrat Sara alayhi salam proposes Hazrat Hajar to Ibrahim alayhi salam that he must make nikah and possibly Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will bless him with a child from Hazrat Hajar alayhi salam and that is what happens. Hazrat Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam is the first born of Ibrahim alayhi salam from Hazrat Hajar. And then later on after 13 years, Hazrat Ishaq alayhi salatu wasalam is born from Hazrat Sara alayhi salatu wasalam. This is again uh, a brief account of the family members of Sayyidina Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam, who Hazrat Sara alayhi salam was, how she comes into the family of Ibrahim alayhi salam, who Hazrat Ismail alayhi salam was, and who Hazrat Sara alayhi salam was. Insha'Allah ta'ala we will continue in the next session of uh, going to the episode of how Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam starts the construction of the Kaaba. It is after Isha and it is a bit late. Uh, if I start uh, the story of how Ibrahim alayhi salatu wasalam and Ismail alayhi salatu wasalam lay down the foundation of Kaaba, again it will take much time, at least another half an hour. So we'll continue with this in the next session next week after Maghrib Salat. After Maghrib Salat. By the time Maghrib Salat will finish, it will be about 5 past 8 or 10 past 8. So inshallah it will be. Uh, suitable for all the brothers. Now, puri puri koshish kare, inshallah, ayinda hafte ane ke liye. Jazakumullah khair. Hadis padla. Allahumma <laughs> <laughs>